It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcast, we are keeping it going here. Haima Black, and I am here with J. Bro Bugatti. How are you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Is that your legal last name? Nah. That's nah. okay. I like it. <laughs> Black's not my legal last name either, so it's okay. cool. J. Bro Bugatti... Doing cool things. Thank you for coming up here tonight, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So you were recommended here by Frankie, and he is putting together a show. What's Frankie's last name? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Don't know? Don't know? Don't know. Don't know? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I know if that was, was his real last name or his That's just okay. Twitter, Everybody's got Twitter fake Twitter last names. Saying. But you came recommended doing music work in Chicago we always start at the beginning. How did music enter your life? How did you start making music? Man, music been a part of my life since since a kid. From my mom playing salsa, bachata, and in, in the car, and everything like that, and like Christian music and stuff like that. To my brother DJing, to my other brothers. I got a lot of brothers. I got three brothers. They all were into music. I, my two older brothers used to rap, and yeah, and my brother's a DJ now, DJ for Saba. So. Okay, so it yeah. sounds like this was a given. Like, this was going to happen for you. Yeah, it's been around. Regardless. Yeah. When did it start to become something that you actually knew you were going to do, though? When I was 19. What was the story with that? Uh, all right, so I used to do photography and videography. From okay. Like, from 16 to 19. And then uh, I was around private stock, and I was at private stock, and it was just like, I was like, man, why, why be in the back when you could be in the front? You know what I'm saying? So... I started rapping, started making music. And if you had, I mean, again, if you saw your brothers doing it already, you exactly. probably had a level of like, exactly. I could, I could do this. this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. there any hesitation or were you like, no, nah, I got this? Uh, nah, really, really. Well, so at first it was just really just playing around. Yeah. Really going in there with damage and just fooling around, making foolery, you know what I'm saying? And then it started getting good and better and better. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you get connected with Private Stock? How did that connection first happen? Man, I've been knowing all of them since I was like eight years old. Oh my god! Yeah. So you knew them before that was private. Yeah, stuff. since they was like in high school and all of that. Yeah. Did you believe in that vision right away, or was it something where you're kind of like, "Hey, yeah, sure, you guys are gonna open a studio." <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't know it. No, I, well, actually, it was Good Life. Damn. All right. It was yeah. It was Good Life. Jason. Jason was doing Good Life on his back porch. Yeah. Good Life was basically like a little label type thing, and my oldest brother was actually part of Good Life. Uh, Goonie J. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I knew, yeah, I, music was always around, like so I said. So this was already, like, predestined. Like, you knew those guys from when you were eight years old. Like, your your brothers were rapping. Like, this was where you were going to go. Yeah, for sure. But when you were doing the video and, and uh, photo work, was that something that you thought, like, well, maybe this is my path? Or how did that happen? At first, yeah, I really did. I was doing um, photos for, like, Sab. I used to go to, like, all their shows. Right. Pivot Gang, all of them. Um and just go to every show in Chicago. Every show I, that was going on that I could get in, I'd go in 21 and up meet. and everything. And I wasn't even 21. I was sneaking and, like, some <laughs> other shit. That's a good way to meet everybody, though. Yeah. It's just by, like, doing the... Did you think the photography was going to be the thing that you did permanently, or...? Yeah, for sure. I did. Until, I don't know. I was just... One day, I just snapped out of it. Actually, I started in Florida. So, I, like... I moved back to Florida for okay. some point in my life when I was 19. And, um... I lived over there, but I moved back for 10 months. And when I went over there, uh, not my oldest, he, not my oldest one, but uh, the one under that one, 
he uh shit, he had everything. He had the little Scarlet, had everything to mm-hmm. do a little studio in the in the room. So that's what we did and that's where I really started like just fooling around. But and it's amazing I, what you can do with like a DIY studio now. Oh yeah, in for a sure. Room. Yeah. Like it you sound good. To have, yeah. I mean I'm sure having private stock available helps, but you oh, have yeah, to course. have a private stock. Yeah. N- nothing against private stock though. That's a great place to work. Yeah, for sure. Um so when you started doing photography work in private stock, like, were they encouraging you to make music, or was that something that you came to on your own? Came to it on my own. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, nobody nobody uh, thought I would start making music. And when I did, motherfuckers, was, they, didn't, they didn't take me serious at all. But you know what? That's how it started for Kanye West. Like, he was doing studio sessions, like, producing for rappers like Jay-Z and a bunch of other people, and, like, literally, like, there are books about this. Like, nobody took it seriously. Like, he'd yeah. be in the studio... And he'd be rapping, and everyone's like, "Why is the producer rapping?" And then he'd leave the room, and everyone would just double over laughing at him. <laughs> so exactly. sometimes it happens where people are like, "Ah, you're that thing. You're not this thing." And then you prove them wrong, and yeah. then eventually you go get a red MAGA hat, and everyone's like, "Too far," but that's okay. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Um, so right now, you are producing music under your own name, uh, and you just put out a song called "They Know," right? Yeah. Talk about that. They know. I made it probably about like six months ago. Um, it's featuring JR of Trench Mob. It's a little group in Chicago. They're going, they're pretty viral right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I record I record them. I recorded most of all their music. And um, and we just ended up making a song together one day. Was this one of your earliest songs or? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I made it like six months ago. I've been rapping for like a year and a half. I mean, this is just such a new venture for you. Yeah. But you're doing a show tomorrow night, too. I mean, yeah, are you... at Emporium. Yeah, at Emporium. Are you getting comfortable in the live setting? Is that new for you as well? For sure, yeah. I've done probably about, like, seven shows. Okay. So it's like, I'm getting, I'm getting comfortable now. Yeah. For sure. But, I mean, well, this is all relatively new. Very new, yeah. While still being something that, like, again, you've been around your whole life. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like your concrete identity now or did you feel a little bit uncertain about it when you first started like what, what do you mean like you, you saying like uh, do I feel like a rapper like, yeah I mean like now I think sometimes when people switch into something that sometimes people have like what they feel like is like an imposter syndrome and I would imagine I don't know but like I'm, I guess I'm curious like when you were switching over from being a photographer to becoming a musician were there days where you're like is this are people gonna buy this or like did you already know right away I don't know I really don't think like that that's good um I'm me. I, I'm me. I was the same person when I was a photographer. That's why everybody loved me. Yeah. So you were just ready to do it. Yeah. Now, something that we weren't sure about when we were doing our research, uh, we believed you might have done South by Southwest. Have you done South by Southwest? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to South by Southwest this past year. This it was, past year. So like yeah. a couple months ago. How was yeah. that for you? It was pretty cool. Did you actually. perform? Or were yeah, you just... I performed. Yeah. I did, uh, I did one show. I was supposed to do another one, but it didn't fall through. But the one I did was pretty cool. Um, I went right after uh, Valet. Oh, wow. So it was pretty, it was pretty lit. Like, yeah, That's it was, huge. It was lit. It was lit. It was lit. Even back at South by, I think people still had an idea that Valet was going to, like, Crack. come up. Oh, yeah, I mean, Now sure. he's, like, yeah. at a different level. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Definitely. Which showcase was that where you were on the bill with him? Not to put building you on the spot, a new Chicago. You building a new Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's what it was called. He was like he was like a last minute like a last minute uh, addition, so yeah. he wasn't even on the flyer or nothing. Was that one of your first times doing like an out of state gig? Yeah. Have you done a lot 
outside of Chicago yet, or is it mainly performing here all. in the hometown? Not at all. Yeah, everything I did has been here. What have you learned from that time as a performer? Which means South by Southwest, or just in general, like you know, from doing live performances is. I don't know. That's okay. Not everything has to be a lesson. That's cool. Um, what's on deck for you coming up? Because you know, you just put out "They Know." Like, what do you have more music on the way, or what? Yeah, I'm gonna keep on? dropping singles throughout, like the rest of the summer, okay. and then after the summer, I'll probably work on a little project. We're gonna actual like maybe gonna, EP, maybe yeah. I don't know yet. Something that's a collection though. Yeah. For um, sure. Where can people find your stuff right now? J Bro Bugatti on everything. J B R O B U G A T T I. That's easy. And are you looking to collaborate with more artists? Can people find you at Private Stock? Like, how could someone reach you if they wanted to connect with you? Yeah, Private Stock. I'm at Private Stock every day. About to make this song with Stan Sono. Low key, we were uh, working on it earlier. I got music with with Icon coming out pretty soon too. Yeah, working with everybody. Everybody that want to work, working. It's all about the collaboration, though. For sure. And what I've learned, and I mean, I knew this, but like what I've learned from talking to so many people within the ecosystem of private stock on this podcast, like that is an environment where everybody collaborates. For sure. It's like Like, you could get out of one room and somebody coming out of another room is somebody big. And yeah, well, I remember like. And if you're a cool person, then you're gonna get cool with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just gonna happen. No, I think it's a very supportive environment and a very collaborative environment, like I said, like where it just sounds like everybody who works within that space or with those guys ends up doing a lot with everybody else who's involved. For it seems sure. like it's very supportive. For sure. Um, right on. And so people can find the new music under Jabro Bugatti on all social channels. What, I guess, is the most valuable lesson you have learned from the last year and a half of doing the music thing? Think about everything you do before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just give it all uh, thought. Yeah, think of everything. Everything's strategic. Yeah, mm. I think that's good, man. Yeah. Um, we always start these conversations as kind of like, you know, an initial introduction, you know. So you were recommended to come on the podcast. I'm glad we had you on. And let's bring you back on as you have new material, especially like something longer. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll delve into it more, man. For sure. I'm glad we got to kind of do the introduction here, though. I'm glad uh, too. J-Bro Bugatti, people can find you and you're around private stock. You're in the city. Yeah. Dig it, man. Sure. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.